development It's all we envelop in telephone A wealth of intelligence Unless you're selfishly embellishing all of the championships Basking it in, let's study in the conferences Pac-12 and Big, 12 and the 10 SEC, ACC, win, 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 win all right, guys, welcome in. This is Debbie Owner's Manual, episode 3.2. We are your source of knowledge for college to Canton, to college to Canton leagues, pipeline, Heisman, and Hollis, whatever you want to call it. Maybe this is, we're going to talk about that today. We got a big show on planned. Uh, we're going to talk about quarterbacks, 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 which as an IDP guy is like my least favorite position. But for fantasy, it's probably one of the most important. So first up, I want to introduce my co-host, the deputy of Debbie, Mr. Pete Lawrence. What's you, what's up, Pete? Oh, it's just another beautiful day. Uh, you know, luckily right now the SEC channel had on the uh, 2018 Rose Bowl between Oklahoma and Georgia, and just how much talent was on both sides of the ball in that game. You know, you CD Lamb's throwing a touchdown pass to Baker Mayfield. Kyler Murray's on the sideline. Uh, Hollywood Browns running routes. Uh, Andrews at tight end. Uh, Calcaterra, I think, I don't know if he was dealing with concussions, but I mean, that's, you know, he's on that Oklahoma squad. It's, and then you go over to Georgia, you got Chubb, Sony Michelle, Swift at running back. It's just fun to rewatch some of those games. That's all we have nowadays, right? And I heard some news, I heard some <laughs> the bad news today with all those guys in Clemson. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But first up, we have a special guest. He's one of our cohorts, cohorts at DLF, and he also is in a couple of our leagues with us. Mr. Joseph Nemour. Joseph, what's up, bud? How are you guys doing? Excited to be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. We're always looking for different people to come on here and chat with us. And So, I don't know, some big news today that could really have a huge, huge... In- I'm going to throw this at you guys. I didn't put it on the show sheet, so I'm kind of out of left field here. But was it 27 players at Clemson tested positive for coronavirus? Like, holy crap. Like, it's starting to really feel like... Maybe we have some sort of shortened season, especially after Division Two announced the other day that they're only having 10-game seasons. So I think we'd be more in line to have a 10-game with almost no crowd than no season. But I don't know kind of what you guys think. Is that you guys, We're in all different areas of the country. we got Joe, Joseph up in the Northeast, and I'm in the Midwest, and Pete's all the way out West. So we all hear and see different things. I don't know if you guys are hearing anything in your neck of the woods. Joe? I haven't heard anything that hasn't been publicized on Twitter, which is basically nothing. I mean, people are under the impression that we're going to have a season, I think, as uh, players start going back to school and people start congregating. We're going to get more of these reports where half the team's testing positive. And even if they're asymptomatic, it's pretty troublesome for the prospects of having a season. So I'm hopeful that we have college football as usual kind of need it for my sanity, but my sanity isn't the most important thing right now. So um, just, I'm hoping we have it, but I don't know anything that we haven't already heard. Same boat, Pete, or? Yeah, I know earlier on that uh, I think governor in California had said that uh, he doesn't see them having sporting events, especially, you know, stadiums. So what does that mean as far as the fans? You know, watching the Premier League uh, this week, no fans in the stands. It's kind of cool. They have like a, a Zoom, like a big Zoom screen behind some of the goals, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, you know, even if it's in an empty stadium, it's still going to be football. But if you can't have a college open or college students on a campus, how are we going to justify having, you know, collegiate sports going on? 
unless we just want to finally just admit that, you know, they're athletes instead of uh, we can kind of remove this whole fancy student athlete thing. You know, yes, they are student athletes, but listen, they, they make money. Let's pay them a little bit. Uh, you know, hey, even Florida uh, finally said that the, now players can make money off their likeness. So just admit it and we'll get it moving in that way. And then we get NCAA football back. I, I just bought a copy of NCAA 2014 for an Xbox. If there's no college season, those those, those things are going to start going for $500 a piece because everybody's going to be buying them, and we're going to be simulating all our own crazy seasons and stuff. But And, and if, if you want to know what it's like without fans, all you got to do is just watch the Chargers games last year. So, I mean, they pretty much – the Chargers <laughs> are like, what? So business as usual for us, right? Anyways, <laughs> so got to take a dig there when you get it. So – all right, guys, like I said this week, we're going to talk about quarterbacks. Um, there's a, um, obviously, it's an extremely, extremely, extremely important uh, position, especially when you got this Campus to Canton Superflex, which I think, I don't know, I think I'm only in like three out of my 40 leagues are not Superflex. So, like, it's pretty rare to have, yes, I have 40, um, to not have Superflex leagues anymore. Shut up. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know what? I, I bet if somebody had a, like a fantasy football addiction channel uh, podcast, it would be like the biggest podcast. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious, like Pete, what it, like? Let's say your Superflex camp, campus to Canton leagues. What is what do you like to have for your strategy? Do you like to have like how many college pros? How many you know? Like what do you? How do you like to try to build your team when you build both of your leagues in those? Usually at the pro level, um, during the initial draft, I'll maybe aim for, you know, three quarterbacks, you know, maybe maybe hit a fourth if, you know, later on the value's there. You know, at, at the collegiate level, just I think you got to really hammer it hard. I mean, there's 117 different quarterbacks. Um, and a lot of, you know, you go from 117 starting quarterbacks, uh, you know, well, plus, uh, on a Saturday – uh, and it's not counting, you know, your your trade lance and your other your smaller schools, and then you're going to 32. So, a lot of your dudes, even big name producers at the college level, don't really hit at the NFL. So, I just try to, you know, I like, hey, we we're Heisman to Hollis together. We uh, the initial draft on the NFL side, I went, uh, I think Tom Brady, Cam Newton, and Andrew Luck. Dude, I am I am screwed right now. <laughs> I uh, obviously this team is not going to win a lot of games this year. Uh, I traded Cam. I think I traded Cam Newton right before Andrew Luck retired last off season. So uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm sitting on Andrew Luck because I you know I gotta hope he uh, decides he wants to come back. You know, be Rob Gronkowski. But so I, I mean I'm just I'm taking as many quarterbacks as I can on the college side, just hoping I get something to stick. You get guys like Jake Fromm, you know, you're thinking, hey, this dude probably is going to get a shot in the NFL. Fourth round pick, he's on the Bills, he's behind Josh Allen. Now I got to hope that you know at best Allen gets you know it's Allen, I don't want to hope that somebody gets hurt, but if for my quarterback now to have value, Josh Allen has to get hurt, and Jake Fromm has to stop uh, saying stupid stuff in. Uh, text messages or tweets or whatever it was so i'm screwed uh probably shouldn't listen to me don't stagger just get as many as you can well if we're talking about our drafts in the same league i got patrick mahomes lamar jackson carson wentz on the nfl side and then on the college side i got tua uh justin fields 
I got Kyler in like the 16th round because we all thought he was going to play one season and go to play baseball. Brock Purdy, Jamie Newman. So I got – that was the luckiest draft in like the history of drafts. Set my team up. Um, but what I typically try and do is – I mean, it'll also depend on how many roster spots you have on each side. I know our league's 50 on each. So you roster more QBs on the NFL side than you would on a normal team. But what I like to do usually is roster three to four QBs on the NFL side and then seven to eight on the college side. And I typically stagger, um, kind of have a couple of each class, a few incoming freshmen, um, a couple sophomores. And then with my juniors and seniors, I try and target more college fantasy production, knowing that most of the Devi prospects were already drafted earlier. So I try and balance it between uh, college production and some, some high-end Devi prospects. Joseph, good on this one. Pete, bad. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's that's probably the sweetest balance. Like, I, I like to have four because you never know, and then probably, yeah, like eight or seven or eight. Because like you said, there's different years you want to do – College fantasy, it's tricky. There's you guys. I'll go go over some of them here in a few minutes just to kind of show you guys, you know, the top scoring. You know, it's crazy. You've got to pick some guys that are never going to be pro quarterbacks just because of the stuff they do at college level. You know, but you want to try to have, like, a nice nice stack of incoming because quarterbacks always gain value. You know, if you got a couple of them, well, you know, not always, but they, they, you know, will gain value, especially if they start to hit. Like, right now, like Joseph can do just about anything he wants. I mean, with that with that type of roster and quarterbacks, it gives you so many different options. If you're short a running back, you get rid of one of your quarterbacks. You know, whatever. You got a nice little stat coming up, you know. So it's good to stagger them like that and have that much, you know. And, and if you hit on a couple of them, then you're in good shape and you can really, really, like, develop your entire team. So that's definitely the best way to do it. The more the merrier. If you have more than 50 spots, I'd, I'd go 10 quarterbacks even because, you know, they're – always going to like I said they're always going to gain value if when they start to produce so and uh let's see so we kind of talked about staggering levels because they have a long short shelf life but yeah it's it's yeah kind of a moot point so all right I'm gonna show you go through real quick just to give you guys an idea of, of how crazy the college scoring is like I took fan tracks in one of the leagues that we that I'm that I'm in just to show you guys kind of what like in t- the last couple years guys like Nathan Rourke Khalil Tate, Caleb Evans are all, you know, led scoring in college for three years, three years ago. And where are those guys now? I mean, I, yeah, probably CFL. I'm not sure. Uh, Bryce, Bryce Perkins, Cole McDonald. There's Jordan Love in 2018. He's now in the NFL. So that's kind of Joe Burrow in 2018 was actually the seventh, which surprised me because some people thought he kind of came out of nowhere and he actually had an okay 2018 but then 2019, I mean, it was it was Hertz and Burrow, Bryce Perkins, Anthony Gordon, Nathan Rourke again, Asher O'Hara, who's a good one for this year, uh, Cole McDonald, you know. So those are a couple guys. These are guys that led. Lynn Bowden was the ninth highest scoring quarterback last season because of his rushing ability and what he did, you know, in the other positions. But he was classified as a quarterback, so he actually got the ninth ninth highest scoring quarterback. Oh, that was kind of crazy. I saw that name on there. I'm like, what? Huh? So. I don't know. So these are just some things you want, like, like Joseph said, you want to make sure you have a couple of these guys that score a lot that will never be in the NFL. And, and it just allows you to, to just set those guys and just forget them, you know, like set your guys from middle Tennessee, Hawaii, 
you know, stuff like that, and just throw them in there and let them go, you know, <laughs> like just let them score. So I don't know if you guys got any, any ones that you're targeting this year, like guys that you really want to have. I put a list of what I found a, this on this side of the top 25. Is there any guys you like a lot this year to maybe like lead your college side? We'll start with you, Joseph. So, I mean, a lot of these guys are probably already rostered. Um, some of the, the main players that I'm interested in for like targeting in a startup, let's say, um, Sam Ellinger, not someone I think of as a pro prospect. Um, he'll probably play, he'll either get drafted or be an undrafted free agent. I think he'll make an NFL roster, but I don't think he's really a professional football player really at this point. Um, but huge upside on the ground. And I think one of the things we see in common with some of the names you just listed are immense rushing production, a lot of rushing touchdowns. Um, you want to be sort of a goal line back for that team if possible, or just play on a team with a horrendous defense where you're going to get into shootouts. Um, so uh, he's one. Asher O'Hara, you mentioned from Middle Tennessee. Um, dude puts up huge numbers. Uh, never going to be uh, a player on Sundays, but like like I said, those are the types of guys I'd like to target. I mean, seeing as these are all pipeline leagues, you see a lot of these guys, um, like the Debbie prospects go early, and you can get these guys really, really late and just plug them into your lineup week in, week out, get immediate production. Um, Holton Allers, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, from East Carolina, and Dustin Crum from Kent State are another two. And uh, Spencer Sanders, I think, is on a lot of rosters already from Oklahoma State. Um, but he's another one. So those are just a few of the guys I'm targeting. And then if you want to talk about some of the, the more highly regarded guys like that are in Debbie circles, uh, you got your Spencer Rattler, uh, Sam Howell, Jaden Daniels is another. I think even Ian Book, who I don't really think is that talented, but should put up big numbers this year. Those are some of the guys. And Justin Fields, obviously, Trevor Lawrence, etc. You got anything, Pete? Is there anybody you like on that list there? Or? Yeah, you know, Jamie Newman, um, actually Joseph and I made a trade earlier in the offseason with that. He's, I'm a bit, you know, if you're in a league with me, you're probably going to be able to take a, uh, advantage of me with uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be the first. I'm a sucker, dude. You know, just one of my biggest things. I just like watching the, you know, watching the players for, you know, teams I enjoy watching. A guy who just transferred, uh, Mike Leach running his, you know, his his offense out here at Washington State. He just went over to Mississippi State, and uh, KJ Costello, who had been at Stanford, um, you know there was some Debbie love for him. Uh, this last year really fell off, but now he's going out there, and uh, Tyrell Shavers just transferred up to Mississippi State. So I'm I'm big on that. I think uh, he's going to be a really big producer for you in your uh, college fantasy football stuff. Um. And I mean, there's just there's such a, a crop of quarterbacks that are coming in. Uh, you know, you, you, everybody knows you Fields, your Lawrence, uh, Howell. There is, I, I think, over the last few years, we've really talked about how um, kind of like the 2017, the 2019. Uh, you know, the, there's these certain draft classes of like running backs. We're just going to kind of lay waste to all of our old favorites. I think there's going to be a, a huge influx of talent at the quarterback position, uh, and the biggest thing is just hopefully that you know offensive coordinators can some of them can move out of the dark ages and bring up a lot of the college ideas right, and game right, plans. I like it. Um, I'm I'm high on Shane Bouchelle. I think is how you say it from 
Southern Methodist, right? Is that what it is? SMU? I'm drawing a blank for some reason. I'm in an extremely hot room, so I'm, I feel like I'm in a sweatbox. And, and uh, a lot of these guys, too, you can get like you can get on waivers later on in the year, like uh, the Hawaii's quarterback. I think it's actually pronounced Kevin, if I had to guess. Kevin Cordero. Although it looks like Shevin, but it could be Kevin. So I, I'm not good at this stuff. So um, I think it's probably Kevin. If I, I, I'm those names that look like another name, you know, but they're probably more simple than you think. I got him a lot of, in a lot of leagues last year on waivers, and he, I think he's gonna light it up this year, like Hawaii always does. So June Jones likes to get just chucking around down there and stuff. So crazy things they do. And another guy, Derek King, could possibly. If he comes back to how he's looking two years ago, he could be like right up there in the top five of scoring for college quarterbacks. So, yeah, so those are guys that I, you know, and then we're going to go into the guys that are actually draft eligible this year. Coming up, your draft prospects. We'll talk about some of these guys. I put them in the order that I currently have them, although I'm constantly tweaking these guys, like especially, I think my top five or seven is probably fairly solid. I, I shuffle them around a little bit in there, but I'm just kind of curious. I'll get you guys' – I'll go through, like, my top five, and then I'll let you guys kind of extrapolate on that a little bit, see what you guys think. Um, I don't think you'll see a lot of people argue that Trevor Lawrence at one, Justin Fields, two, Trey Lance, three. I have Tanner Morgan from Minnesota at four, Brock Purdy from Iowa State at five. I don't know. Do you – Pete, what do you have on those guys? Is there any you like in there, or is there anybody you think I'm too high on? No, I, I think one, two, and three. Um, I think everybody's going to have the same ones, the same three. You know, maybe some people might have. We've seen uh, Daniel Jeremiah, I think, dropped it, that he had Trey Lance as being his his top quarterback over Lawrence, over Fields. Blasphemy. Uh, people are allowed <laughs> to be wrong, Joseph. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, dude, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah is like, he is, he is up there for a reason. He's very good. But that should open a lot of eyes. Uh, I would probably say Purdy and Newman are my four or five, and you can kind of flip either one. So, and I had Fields at one coming into college, so I kind of stuck to that for probably a little bit too long. Um, but I do have Lawrence one now. I think for me, what it was was I saw Fields as the dual threat rushing upside, and thought that that was I saw them as similar passers, but Fields was a little bit more mobile, so I had him at one, and then. Like, you watch Lawrence, and you know he can move, but then you see what he does in the college football playoff, and you're like, this guy can run. So Mm -hmm. if he's running like that, uh, I think he probably has a little bit better arm talent than Fields. So I have Lawrence 1, Fields 2, Lance firmly at 3, and then I have uh, Newman and Purdy as my 4 or 5. So I think we're all kind of in lockstep there. And I think Morgan's my 6. All have the same top 6, so... I, I, agree. S- I have Newman six, Tra- Kyle Trask from Florida at seven. I've been watching more of the Chase Garbers. I I think he's got a shot at the NFL. I don't know. So I have him at eight. Mac Jones from Alabama, nine. KJ Costello, Mississippi State, 10. This is where we get crazy because, I mean, I've seen so many different rankings, and the six to 15 to 20 is all over the place. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'll let you start off, Joe. Like, I, I, Joseph, I don't, is that like, is that six to ten good for you, or like who who would you throw in there? I don't know. A lot of I'm higher on Mac Jones than a lot of people. I know that. So yeah, I think we have some similar names. I have let's see. I have KJ Costello as my seven. I have Morgan at six. Costello at seven. I think a lot of the things Pete touched on earlier uh, should help boost his draft stock. 
going to throw for a ton of yards, going to get to produce in a leech system. We saw the last two leech leech quarterbacks make it to the NFL. Not highly drafted. You got Minshew and I think the sixth, and Anthony Gordon go undrafted this year, but they're on rosters. I think Costello is probably more naturally talented than either one, so we'll see what he gets to do in that system. Kellen Mond, I guess. Like, I don't love him, but I like some of the traits. Um, Davis Mills is actually a guy I like a lot. Um, very highly re- regarded recruit. Uh, tore both of his ACLs in consecutive seasons, I think. As a Stanford fan, I think he has a lot of natural arm talent. Uh, I think he's a lot more talented than KJ Costello. He just simply hasn't been able to play. Um, so I'm hopeful to see him develop this year. Excited about him. And then I have Trask uh, right behind him and Mac Jones rounding out my top 10. Right. Now, Pete, is there any of those guys in that 6 to 10 range? Do you see any of those guys that possibly going up into the top 5 or like going maybe up to 4? Is there any of those guys you like a lot? Uh, maybe Costello, and that's a big maybe. Um, Trask might. If Trask puts on a heck of a show this year, uh, you know, I'm sure you're going to see, you know, Coaches in the NFL are going to look at that helmet and they're going to see SEC, they're going to see Florida, and he might get a bump off of that. Uh, Derek King, um, I've, I've liked him a lot. Uh, unfortunate stuff that everything went down at uh, Houston, but now he's at the U. Um, Adrian Martinez, I liked him coming out, uh, but that hasn't really continued. Uh, same with uh, DTR, Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson. Um, if you were, I mean, watched like the Elite 11, which was. God, I mean, that was such a fun season where you had just a wealth of talent. Um, and, and he looked great, but it has not shown really at UCLA. And, and he's he's got skills, but it, it hasn't shown up, so I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, those are guys I put like down on my lower level. Like I got Ellinger at 20, Adrian Martinez 21, Mon 22, DTR 24. They're just a lot of fun to watch. You know, Michael Penix yeah. Jr. from Indiana – Really fun college guys that can run and just kind of, you know, spark an offense. But just I just don't see it in the NFL. You know, like I, it's just they're fun to watch. Somebody asked me on Twitter about DTR the other day, and I, I because of my work schedule, I tend to watch a lot of the Pac-12 after after dark on Saturday nights. So I watched DTR play probably four times last year. He's just a, he's a hell hell of a lot of fun to watch, but he's just yeah, he just doesn't have the arm and stuff. My 11 to 15 is kind of all over the place. Like these 11 to 20 are shuffling constantly. I have Phil Jerkovich from Boston College, just kind of an unproven guy. Hopefully gets a shot this year to really step forward. Matt Matt Corral from Ole Miss, Shane Bichelle from SMU, Davis Mills Stanford, and Derek King from Miami. We've talked about a couple of those guys already. Um, these are bring up a couple names here that we haven't talked about. 16, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. 17, Anthony Russo from Temple. 18, Miles Brennan from LSU. And 19, Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana. Do you guys have anything on those guys, any of that area, any of those guys you like more than me that you think could possibly rise up? I like Penix a lot. Um, I think he's someone I haven't watched a lot of. What I've seen is actually really impressive and someone I want to dive in a little bit more into. Um, so not going to pretend I've gone uh, super deep into his tape, but I like him a lot. And Ritter is interesting to me out of Cincinnati. He has some nice arm talent, um, was a little bit more inconsistent than I thought he was going to be last year. Um, started out the year pretty hot as I think if I'm recalling correctly, uh, tailed off a little bit. Um, but he's someone I, I like, uh, 
don't really know anything about Anthony Russo at this point. Miles Brennan is someone I think um, could be pretty impressive with some of the weapons he's surrounded with at LSU. I don't know how talented he is uh, on his own merit. Uh, he's a good player, but um, I think that's, I believe that's everyone you mentioned. Do you got anything, Pete, on any of those guys? Or no, I think uh, I think Joe hit it pretty pretty right on. Um, I, super. I mean, so we talked about some of the guys for college uh, fantasy stuff to be taking a look at, and uh, he's going to be going into his seventh collegiate year. He just uh, transferred up to UW, but uh, Kevin Thompson, he was uh, he's did some decent uh, pub on him coming out, but I mean that was 2014 when he first got recruited to UNLV. Uh, tore up his elbow. He's dealt with some injury stuff. Uh, put, he played pretty well at Sac State um, these last two seasons, but he's going to be up at UW for this year. You know, imagine he might be the starter. Uh, University of Washington UW uh, quarterback room is is in, a, in some flux. You know, Easton went. Um, so I, I think Thompson could be a, a good play for you if, in your later rounds if you wanted to sneak somebody. I, I doubt he's owned anywhere unless you just play some sort of insane uh, deep league. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good one for you just kind of keep an eye on. Um, he's going to be much older. Like I said, this is year seven. So, Jeez. yeah. Lots of people go to seven college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So then we're going to get past this class. Uh, where'd my chart go? 2022, guys. There we go. All right. We're going to talk about some guys here that these are guys that you should, most of these guys should be owned, but if they aren't, you need to grab them up. Um, we got some guys. Um, my top five for 2022 guys are Sam Howell from New North Carolina, Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma, Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, Keaton Slovis from USC, and Bo Nix from Auburn. You guys got anybody on those? We'll lead off with you on this one, Pete. Tell me who you got. Uh, you know, Sam Howell, I think that's going to be your consensus uh, top one for 2022. Spencer Rattler is going to be that uh, meteoric riser. I, you're talking about the guy who's going to be stepping into the Oklahoma offense. So he's going to become, you know, it, and if you've watched any um, – Gosh, was he Elite 11 or he was in one of the quarterback documentaries? Was it the, the Netflix one? I, I forget which one it was. But if you want, like, the, what he can do with his arm, throwing off, you know, just off platform. Uh, I mean, he just makes the balls dip. He's a lot of fun. He's going to be great to watch at Oklahoma. I think you're right with Daniels at Arizona State. I might put Slovis just above Daniels. Um and even Bo Nix, I think, is right up in there. I think I think your one, two are probably Rattler, Howell, and then Nix, Daniel, Slovis. Um, that's kind of my three, four, five. I saw Matt Hicks tweeted the other day that he had Jaden Daniels as the number one, which I I had a nice back and forth with him on that. That was pretty good. I'm always open to discuss these things. Who do you who do you have, Joseph? Who do you like out of that class? Yeah, I think. We're all on the same page here. I have Howell number one, Rattler two, uh, Slovis three, Daniels four, and Knicks five. Um, a note on Daniels, like that dude needs to put on at least 25 pounds. <laughs> like he is the skinniest, like other than uh, James Blackman, uh, Daniels might be the skinniest quarterback I've seen at like 6'3". Beautiful deep ball, a uh, lot of mobility, really fast, but my God, like... He's not going to. Who was the uh, who was the quarterback out of Oregon 
a few years back. He was a Heisman, then he went to uh, Pittsburgh. Anyone know who I'm talking about? Real thin guy. That's, I mean, he makes he makes uh, Daniels look, you know, look even leaner. So I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, Google it. But here's the name. What? I know who you're talking about. I can see him. I just can't yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> 2022, though, we're going to find out what's going to happen with JT Daniels. There's another name. So if he comes in um, or if he gets redshirted, um, he's very, he's could likely be eligible for 2022. Yeah, I like Daniels, uh, you and your Georgia Bulldogs, Pete. But <laughs> no, I, I'm a little bit lower than most on Daniels, I think, just based on what I saw from his freshman season, uh, plus then the injury and the transfer. Uh, but, I mean, he's very talented. And 2022 is not a class I really like at many other positions, but the quarterback looks like it's going to be stacked. So excited about that. Yep, a couple other names. I got Ryan Holinsky from South Carolina, 6. Max Duggan, TCU, 7. Grant Gunnell from Arizona, 8. Graham Mertz from Wisconsin at 9. K.J. Jefferson from Arkansas, 10. Dylan Gabriel at UCF, 11. And then Jacob Zeno at Baylor at 12. And those are guys that I shuffle around a little bit, too. I like Holinsky a lot of that group. I'm hoping Graham Mertz takes a step forward. I loved a lot of what he did in the... Uh, like all the camps that he did after high school and stuff. and But he's just, I don't trust Wisconsin to turn out a good quarterback. And does that sound, I know they had Russell Wilson, but they have not been a very quarterback friendly school. So I'm hoping they can like develop the offense around him other than just a running game and let him be an actual quarterback. But I think the skills there and a guy I like could jump up a lot. But as for right now, he's mired at nine for me. So is anybody you like in that group a lot, Pete, or? Holinsky, um, he's got some ties up here to the Pacific Northwest. Unfortunately, his brother, um, you know, I'm sure you've seen the stories, but unfortunately his brother had um, CTE and committed suicide. So, you know, that's a guy I always pull for. Um, I, I think uh, Dugan and then, you know, Zeno has, you know, I got some intrigue on Zeno, but that's about it. Right. Zeno could be another one of those guys that's really good in college. You know, the college, the fantasy, you know, that put up a lot of points at Baylor. But, yeah, do you got anybody in there, Joseph, you like a lot of the lower tier or anybody you want to add? I have Holinsky at six, and then I actually have Mertz at seven. I'm optimistic about his development. And Grant Gannell at eight. I just – I cannot get over uh, TCU's struggles at quarterback last year. Like, I, I see people a little bit higher on Duggan than I am. And I, I see the tools. I just – Seeing Jalen Rager go through what he went through, trying to have any sort of on-target passes and not being able to get any, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really into him, but yeah. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, I think probably more of a college-style QB um, than a Devy prospect, but I'm intrigued by him as well. But yeah, outside the top six or seven, uh, I'm not really interested in many of these guys, at least yet. In 2023, we got a, a potentially a really, really fun class in 2023. I just added 10 on here. I haven't even really ranked him yet. Um, this is a loose ranking. Bryce Young going to Alabama. DJ Ukulele, Clemson. Harrison Bailey, Tennessee. CJ Stroud, Ohio State. Haynes King, Texas A&M. Chuba Purdy, Florida State. Robbie Ashford, Oregon. Malik Hornsby at Arkansas. And then Evan Prater at Cincinnati. Those are 10 guys that I really like a lot that are kind of on my early list that I haven't really scouted a whole lot. I don't know if there's any of those guys that you guys really like a lot other than obviously the first couple. I think everybody's in love with Bryce and DJ, but 
Uh, is there anybody else like Joseph on that list down there that you really like that you're trying to get this year? Or? Yeah, Stroud is my third. Bailey's my fourth. So you mentioned those two guys uh, in that same range for you. A couple guys uh, further down that you mentioned that I like. Chuba Purdy, Brock Purdy's brother. Um, I like him at Florida State. Uh, Jay Butterfield at Oregon is another one I like. And uh, Evan Prater, Cincinnati. Um, depending on what happens with Desmond Ritter, uh, I think he's pretty talented. Um, haven't really watched too much of some of the other guys, but looking at the 24-7 composite rankings, you have like Hudson Card and Jaquindon Jackson are the number four and five ranked QBs in the class. They're both committed to Texas, and they have Sam Ellinger starting there. So you're not going to see those guys for at least a year, and then you're going to have to watch one of them sit while, yeah. So um, I, I don't, it's like the same thing with like the Georgia running backs every year where you get, and Alabama too, but Georgia more recently, where you get five-star after five-star, and at some point, like the none of them, you get a, you have a pipeline there, so you know eventually you're going to get a, first or second round pick into the NFL. The next guy's going to step up, but I, I don't get why these guys are all committing to the same high profile programs when they're not going to get a chance to show what they can do on the field. Yeah. It's like I've mentioned Robbie Ashford and there is Jay Butterfield there as well at Oregon. And I kind of go back and forth with which one I like better. Butterfield's more of the prototype quarterback for what Oregon usually has, but Ashford's got a lot of talent too. So I don't know, Pete, anybody you like there or, uh, I'm surprised you got uh, DJ Ukulele's name. Uh, you, you're either very confident on it, or I was surprised you <laughs> nailed it right. So uh, there was a, um, I think uh, Rivals or somebody had some Instagram clips of uh, I think Justin Fields throwing like a 75 yard pass. You know, they're just kind of showing off arm strength during you know one of these competitions. Um, but DJ uncorked like an 85 yarder, and that dude, he is he's that dude. He looks like the the Madden creator player guy. Uh, he's gonna be fun to watch at Clemson. Uh, I you know this is just just you know bountiful riches for Clemson. It, it's cool. Uh, Bryce Young. They just uh, I saw a tweet earlier today that he put on like twenty pounds. And if you saw him coming up, I mean he needed to put on those twenty pounds, uh, especially if he's gonna be playing at Bama. So I, you know, I, I wasn't as high on him just because of the kind of like he was looking a little lean. But man, he's if he's putting on that weight and it's good weight. Um, that's a big plus. Dennis Dixon, as I just pull that name out of the hat, is the quarterback I was talking with when comparing Jaden Daniels. Yeah, so it's total brain working randomly. Purdy, I think, is the other. You know, going to Florida State. Um, that's you know, and then uh, we're talking up here in the Northwest. I think it's going to be Butterfield. Um, so. I guess it's going to be your guy up at Oregon if you're going to be looking for that. Right. Purdy is interesting because it, it seems like uh, – God, I can't think of their coach's name now. He had some turmoil last week about the way he was talking, and he's losing his locker room already, and it's like, jeez, not even is going on. Yeah, Mike you know? Norvell, I think. Yeah, there you go. Like, And I'm like, man, these guys – is this – yeah, it's, all this stuff's crazy, and you just got to be quiet. <laughs> be quiet like, like you know, don't rock the boat especially as a head coach and, and you're trying to get your program back on track you know like settle down you know so Bryce Young and, and DJU are, are two guys who I I mean obviously not DJU but I could see Bryce starting this year we, we talked about this a couple shows ago we did Pete and I think it was with Kane you know that we could we could possibly see you know if Mac Jones doesn't 
you know, take a step forward that Bryce Young could potentially start, although that doesn't typically something Saban would do. So, yeah, so that's pretty much all I had for quarterbacks. Is there any you guys wanted to talk about other than that or anything you wanted to, like, dive in a little more on? Or I'll say a guy to be targeting for this is this is the next year, incoming freshman. Um, he's going to be continue, continuing the lineage up here in the Pacific Northwest at the University of Washington. It's uh, it's the next Heward. Um, I, I think he's one. I think he's not, if not the top quarterback um, in 2021. Um, he is. He's going to be a, a great. Yeah. So Brock Heward and Damon Heward uh, were, you know, brothers. Uh, both quarterbacks here up at University of Washington. Both in the NFL. And uh, now I I want to say it's Damon's son. I I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, you see my, my brain's pulling out Dennis Dixon, but it's not pulling this out right now. So I think he's going to be fun, uh, you know, in next year. And just, you know, as we keep talking about, man, there's just more and more guys coming up. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up the list right now. My computer is so slow. It's scary that I remember Damon Heward, like, up there at Washington. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me feel so old. I just looked it up. It's uh, It's Damon Heward's son. Damon Hewitt's son, yeah. Because I'm looking at this Joseph on the camera, and Joseph looks like he could be my son, actually. So, like, you look like you're old enough to be my son. <laughs> <laughs> when you popped on, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know you were Pete, like were you mentioning that was a uh... <laughs> – Yeah, no, well, not that young. But, uh, <laughs> Pete, who were you talking about when you said they were still in uh, still in school in 2014? Uh, Kevin Thompson. Yeah, he is. Uh, so he just transferred from Sacramento State up to UW. Uh, he would originally been recruited to UNLV. So, yeah, no one that was, <laughs> no one that is. Jesus Christ, my my brain scrambled. Also, uh, <laughs> I, I shouldn't have been in school at the same time as anyone that's still on a college football <laughs> field. Is what I'll say. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Dave said, some people go to school for seven years, you know, just <laughs> they're called doctors. Yeah, the the big guys I'm looking at in 2021, I can't get it to totally populate. But they have Caleb Williams at number one right now. He's committed to Oklahoma for the time being. He were into Washington. Brock Vandegrift, Georgia. J.J. McCarthy and Kyle McCord, Ohio State. A couple of guys that are big. Gosh, yeah. It just seems like these every year these top twelve or fifteen all go to the same schools, and they're just gonna end up, you know, transferring. You know, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, the interest. Yeah, so the interesting thing about Caleb Williams, I've actually seen a lot of stuff recently linking him to Maryland, um, which would be very interesting. I just I know they uh, they managed to snag Raheem Jarrett from LSU somehow. Um, Raheem Jarrett. Uh, incoming freshman i'm very excited about wide receiver but if caleb williams somehow decides to spurn oklahoma and playing with lincoln riley i know we'd have to sit behind rattler for a year but if he decides to go to maryland instead of going to oklahoma i think we could see maryland actually he's not fully committed to oklahoma it's got um, oklahoma and lsu is the top two but it has maryland right there as well you know like right behind him so huh that would be crazy. Like there were times last year. Mer- remember, Maryland started out cottered and all heck last year, and they looked like they might have been like a decent team, and then they just started getting smoked. So, yeah, it was <laughs> like the first couple of games they scored like sixty, seventy points, and then they <laughs> lost like seven games in a row. Like, yeah, that's what most teams do. So they've somehow churned out yeah. some like actual impressive NFL receivers recently. I mean, D. 
DJ Moore, Stephon Diggs. All these top Very quarterbacks, seeing if Michigan, of course they don't. So. We'll just continue sucking. <laughs> we suck again. <laughs> right, guys. So we'll wrap it up for tonight. So watch the Hobbit. We'll head to the camper where it's like 95 degrees. Maybe I'll go jump in the lake tonight. Who knows? All right. Um, Joseph, can you tell everybody what, where they can find you on Twitter, what you're working on right now? Uh, just anything you want the people to know about you, bud. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at jnamore24. Uh, all my work's over at DLF right now. I also, during the uh, like NFL draft process, I send some rankings over to Fantasy Pros uh, for both uh, Dynasty and the actual draft. But uh, after that, pretty much everything I do is on DLF. Um, recently submitted an article this week previewing the 2021, 22, and 23 classes from a Devi and just a, a overall perspective. So anyone that's not intimately familiar with the Debbie landscape kind of gets an idea of the strengths and weaknesses of each class and kind of how to plan out which year's draft picks to target and that sort of thing. So uh, that's something I want to plug. Other than that, just kind of pull in my, uh, my normal rookie profiles and all that stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Pete Law. Uh, if you see my tweet, like – Joseph is that dude. So we all play in a league together. I think we I think we might have another league together, maybe three. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not just like fluffing him up. You know, I'm not just trying to you know inflate his ego. But uh, like, yeah, the, I think the first year with uh, Heisman to Hollis, you won the the college and you won the NFL. Uh, last, did you win the NFL side last year? I think I. No, my NFL team was horrible, but the college side, I came in second. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had yeah. Tua, and not having him in the finals <laughs> hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's that dude. Go give him a follow on Twitter. He posts up a lot of great stuff. I remember you were talking in DLF Slack about doing this uh, 21, 22, and 23 one, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, otherwise, you know, just follow me on Twitter. Always you can hit me up whenever. Um, hey. All right, and you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. It's like these guys just working on rookie stuff at DLF for the time being. I'm looking forward to that article too, man, because that's one thing we get a lot of as, as as Debbie people on Twitter is we get those questions, you know, like how do we compare the classes and stuff. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to do more in-depth rankings and things like that myself. You know, like what I showed you guys was just like a little glimpse of something that I'm building, but... At the rate I build things, it might be ready by the time the 2024 class graduates. I build very slowly, so, um, but it sucks because things people graduate at the time. Yeah, it's just so I'll probably never really fully release it out to the public, but it's there for me, damn it. And um, you can find this podcast on Twitter at Debbie Manual, and we will get back at you guys next week or next week or two. We'll talk about running backs. We'll have another great guest for you guys. So everybody, stay safe and careful. Take care, guys. There's more. Don't forget about the Mountain West, the Mac that can flex, something is next, Ivy League fresh, literally though, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of players to test. I'm serious, they will talk about the most obscure players on this planet, potentially another planet. Like, dude's got a 4340 from Mars, like, I don't know, that's too much, I'm done. I'm gone this time. Like, don't bring it back in.